0: All right, let's turn the word of God to Leviticus chapter 25, Leviticus chapter 25. Turn there in the word of God. Amen. Thank God we're in a country that where we can say the word of God. Amen. We can carry the word of God. We can have the word of God. Amen. I'm glad I know the book in my hand is the very word of God. Amen. Don't doubt that. Amen. Amen. Not ashamed of it, but I am thankful for it. God is good. All right. Leviticus chapter 25. Leviticus chapter 25 <laughs> at the beginning of your Bible. All right. Leviticus 25 and we will read verses 8 through 18. 8 through 18 in the word of God. Leviticus 25 verse 8 says, And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, seven times seven years. And the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trump of the Jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. In the day of atonement shall ye make the trumpet sound throughout all your land, and ye shall hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all of the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. A jubilee shall the fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of thy vine undressed." For it is, of the, it is the Jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. In the year of this Jubilee, ye shall return every man unto his possession. And if thou sell aught unto thy neighbor or buyest aught of thy neighbor's hand, ye shall not oppress one another. According to the number of years after the jubilee, thou shalt buy of thy neighbor. And according unto the number of the years of the fruits, he shall sell unto thee. According to the multitude of years, thou shalt increase the price thereof. And according to the fewness of the years, thou shalt diminish the price of it. For according to the number of the years of the fruits, doth he sell unto thee. Verse 17. Ye shall not therefore oppress one another, but thou shalt fear thy God, for I am the Lord your God. And then verse 18. Wherefore ye shall do my statutes and keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land in safety. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, again, Lord, we plead the blood and claim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, again, we're a thankful people this morning. We're thankful that we have the privilege of living in this country. Lord, we know it's by your grace that this country is free today. We know it's by your grace that through its history, uh, dear God, it's had uh, uh, sound churches, uh, dear God. It's kept the word of God. It's been used to help get the gospel around uh, of the world. Uh, untold missionaries have been sent out of this country. So, Lord, we thank you, God, for your faithfulness to this country. And we thank you for those that in each generation have been faithful to you, uh, dear God, to live for you and walk with you and desire you and to love you and to love the word of God and to love the souls of men and to care about others. And thank you that in this generation, thank you that on this July 4th, 2021, dear God, there are still people being faithful to you and loving you and loving the house of God and the people of God and the word of God and the souls of men. Lord, I pray that you'd bless each one today. God, work in every heart. Those that are listening and those that are here, oh God, work in each life and strengthen each heart uh, through the word of God. Lord, we pray for those that need physical help today, please touch them. Those that are traveling, please uh, uh, give them safety. Uh, dear God, and Lord, bless our time here together. We pray that there's somebody here or somebody listening that's not saved. What a great day to be liberated, dear God, on this day to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. So, Lord, help us now for a few moments as we uh, look into the Word of God. And again, our prayers that Jesus Christ would be glorified and you would build your local church in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we uh, look at this uh, portion of Scripture here, right? Uh, now, we, uh, as we think about the 4th of July, we all know our Declaration of Independence begins, as you know, with these words. We hold these truths to be self-evident. Sometimes I'll use that phrase. Somebody will say something and I'll say, well, you know, we hold these truths to be self-evident, you know, if joking about somebody. But it says this, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, notice this word, created equal, thank God, and that they are endowed by their creator, by their creator, right? They believed in God with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And so we thank God that uh, that's the beginning of uh, 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 the, the, the paper, amen, that was written for the founding of this country. And so we, we, we see here and it's clear in the word of God that God is for freedom. Amen. God is for freedom. He's for free nations and he's for free peoples. Amen. So God is in this thing. And I'm glad to know that. And of course, here uh, we see uh, the Jubilee. And uh, uh, we'll look at that uh, thought for a moment. But Jubilee, which means literally a blast of the horn of a ram. But it had to do with this. The, the Jubilee had to do with a shout of joy or victory or even a battle cry. So think about that. A shout of joy or victory. And indeed, when we think about freedom, amen, freedom something to shout about. Amen. You need something to shout about? Well, shout about the fact that you have the privilege of either being born in this country or living in this country. Freedom is something to shout about. And freedom is about, right, uh, uh, being restored to what is yours. Amen. Amen. Uh, That's something to shout about. And we see that here. Right. Listen. When you think about freedom, as I was thinking about it this morning, I was uh, reminded of my years uh, in in Europe. Right about the time I was getting out of the military and and uh, becoming a missionary, I was in 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 Germany when uh, when the Iron Curtain fell. I was there when the the uh, Berlin Wall came down. I used to have a piece of the Berlin Wall. Brother Brother Iverson made me stay at the church, and he went and got got a bunch of it and uh, gave me some. But but I remember even before uh, that was torn down. I remember when the floodgates opened, if you will, in Eastern Europe, I believe it began in Hungary. And boy, for days, they just showed all these cars pouring into Germany. I mean, mile after mile after mile of all these cars coming in from different places in Eastern Europe uh, into Germany. What an exciting time that was. And boy, you just see people as soon as they crossed over and, 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 and walk in the fields, how they just get down and cry and weep that uh, they were a- 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 able to be free now. I mean, freedom is is a precious thing. Freedom is a wonderful thing and not to be taken lightly and not to be taken granted because a lot of uh, countries that uh, aren't free today were free at one time in their history, but something happened. So listen, don't think that it couldn't happen in America, right? That those things only happen in other countries. Any of that could happen in our country. So we need to be thankful today and stand for those things. But think about how many people around the world, right? We see it on on the news almost daily. Risk their lives life to try and make it to a place of freedom so they can live in a free nation. So as we saw here, the Jubilee, which we see was every 50 years, it was to be every 50 years, right? And it was like every 50 years, Israel proclaiming a declaration of freedom every 50 years. Amen. They they, they, they uh, uh, refresh their declaration of freedom. And the year of Jubilee had a lot of significance. It had great meaning. Right. And it was the it was the year of freedom and restoration uh, for the people of Israel. And it's kind of interesting as I was thinking about these verses and I looked at these verses. Right. And uh, because I saw that what it says about the Jubilee. Right. As you read these verses, you see some great things about what a free nation should include right? Uh, God wanted his people to be free. He wanted uh, His co- that country to be free. And a lot of things that he tells them there to do uh, during the year of Jubilee, you see uh, some things that God expects in a free nation. Notice again, uh, uh, verse nine, what it says. When it says the jubilee, then thou shalt cause the trumpet of the jubilee. Right? Hey, time to get that old ram's horn out, amen. <laughs> and, and 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 blow it. Right? We're getting ready to have a time of joy, a time of excitement, amen. We're getting ready to declare freedom once again in this nation. And it says, you, you sound on the 10th day of the seventh month in the day of atonement. You shall make trumpet. What What? sound throughout all your land? He says, listen, I want everybody to know that this whole land is to be free. And it says in verse 10, and you shall hollow the 50 year and again, proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. So we see there, we want freedom, amen, from coast to coast, amen, border to border, amen. We want freedom in our nation. We want freedom to be cleared across our country, amen, into all inhabitants. Everyone is supposed to be treated the same. Everyone is supposed to be enjoy the blessings of freedom. He said, "Get the word out," amen. <laughs> we got a message to tell. Hey, uh uh uh, uh, uh uh, blow that horn, amen. Let's uh, let, let's shout and rejoice that freedom is being declared once again across our nation. Boy, that's good. They had that special day uh, every uh, 50 years. I'm glad that we have a special day that we celebrate that, amen, to remind us, amen, of God's grace upon our country that from uh, 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 from the East Coast to the West Coast, uh, from the, the, the South border, to the North border, amen, we live in a country where freedom reigns. We live in a country where all inhabitants, amen, are supposed to be able to enjoy and should enjoy uh, freedom Across this country, again, verse ten shows us all freedom is a show. Notice what it says here uh, through the rest of verse ten. It says, "And ye shall return, look at this, every man unto his possession." And ye shall return every man unto his family. See, we see what freedom includes here. It shows us uh, some principles here. Freedom is associated with every man having control of what is rightfully his. Right. Every man supposed to be able to be over his own property. Everybody's supposed to be. Every man is supposed to be able to have control over his own possessions. That's a thing of freedom. That's the way a free country is supposed to conduct itself. Amen. That, that nobody tells me what to do uh, with my land. Of course, unless you got an HOA. Just joking. There, right. <laughs> right. Nobody's supposed to be able to tell me what to do uh, with my land in a in a in a, in a free country. It, it, with my possessions, these, these these are mine, right? And God says, hey, uh, uh, you have those things. I want you to enjoy the possessions. Aren't you glad, amen, that, that God in his grace, amen, if you have a house today, if you have a car today, if you have, uh, you know, little things that may be not really important, but they're just uh, nice to have, some things just even just uh, uh, fun to have, that God lets you enjoy those possessions, that God lets you live in a country where you can enjoy those possessions. And look what also it mentions. And every man, And to his family. Boy, I think about my friends uh, in Eastern Europe and how they talk about when they when they were arrested for preaching the gospel and they were taken away from their family and they were enjoying in prison. Aren't you glad that you can enjoy sister? Aren't you glad that you're able to drive from here all the way to Colorado in this last couple weeks and enjoy your family all the way in Colorado? And, and, And nobody, nobody said, Oh, no, you can't go to Colorado. Did you know? I remember uh, when when I first went to Eastern Europe. Do you know uh, 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 everyone had to have an ID in the country just to go from city to city, like we have passports to travel country to country. They had to have a passport to travel from city to city. And when you left your city, you had to go down to the police station and tell them where you were going. They had to give you permission. And then when you got to the other city, you had to register with the police there and let them know you were there and where you were going to be. When I first went in Eastern Europe, every place I went, I'd have to go down to the police station and I'd have to show them my passport. I'd have to let them know who I was staying with and, 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 and what I was doing there right, just to go uh, to another city. Uh, there was a lady in my church, Sister Ruth. I mean, she, she loved God. Uh, she was a, a soul winner, and, and she was such a witness for Christ that for three years, every day at 7 a.m. and every day at 7 p.m., she had to go and register at the police station so they knew that she didn't take off somewhere to witness somewhere else uh, besides uh, uh, Varna, Bulgaria. Hey, aren't you glad you traveled all the way across, right? And no policeman pulled you over and said, hey, where are you going? Do you, do you, do you have uh, something from the, the courthouse in Greenville says you can go to Colorado, but you're able to get in your car and go there. Amen. Wherever care uh, uh, cared to them, they went out and with her family. And amen. They were able to go there. And uh, 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 some of my family is, is other places. Aren't you glad that you live in a country that you can enjoy your possession and you can enjoy your family? You can enjoy your family. boy. everybody, we enjoyed our, our, uh, 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 our homes this week. Nobody knocked on our door this week and said, hey, hey, uh, uh, what, what's your family? What are you teaching them children? What are you teaching them children? <laughs> it seems like it's about getting that way. But thank God this week, nobody knocked in there and says, hey, we need to know what you're teaching those children. We need to know that what you're teaching is, is registered and all those things. Aren't you glad that you were able to enjoy the comfort of your family? Amen. That, listen, that comes from God. That principle comes from God. That principle of freedom, that principle of being able to. Hey, hey, man, if you want to jump in your boat, amen, as long as it's not Sunday, amen, go out and go fishing, amen, or Wednesday night. Amen. Let me throw that in, too. Amen. You go out and go fishing and don't name your boat visitation. So you can tell oh, man, I was out on visitation all day. I wore out. Amen. Don't throw that either. Amen. But you can go out there and you can do that. Thank God those principles and those ideals, amen, come from a God that loves you, comes from a God, amen, that wants to be a blessing to people and encouragement to people and wants them even as we think, oh, when we get to heaven, we're going to enjoy a lot of things. But God wants you to enjoy things right here. He wants you to enjoy your family. He wants you to enjoy being able to go down the house, down the road and be a blessing to somebody and being a blessing to your family and enjoy the things that he allows you to possess in this earth. That's the grace of God. That's a freedom and a blessing that comes from God. Notice in verse 10 what it says. I'm going to give you these words. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. Anybody know where that's written or what that's written on? Anybody know what that's written on? Yes, Sister Diane. That's right. It's written on the Liberty Bell. Amen. Leviticus 25.10 is written on our Liberty Bell. If you ever see that, know that the word of God is written on the Liberty Bell. It is written in most of our documents and most of our monuments. Thank God these words are engraved on the Liberty Bell. Verse 11 Uh, Trying to hurry along at verse 11. A jubilee shall that 50th year be unto you. Look, ye shall not sow, neither reap that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it, uh, of thy vine. Undressed. Verse 12, for it is the Jubilee, it shall be holy in you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. Now we know that there were certain times that they weren't supposed to sow and let the fields rest, right? But God would give the increase so that they could enjoy without having to sow. And so, but that, the, the thought there is listen, a place where God reigns and where freedom reigns is going to be a place of blessing. The blessings of God. there will be a place of increase, amen. It'll be things where things get better, amen. Where things get better because people, as we'll see here, right? They're trusting God and living according uh, to the Word of God. God wants, the, amen, to bless His people and want them to be free, enjoy those blessings everywhere. Verse fourteen says, "And thou, sh- and if thou sell aught unto thy neighbor or buyest aught of thy neighbor, a hand, ye shall not oppress one another." You see. In a free land, people are supposed to be treated equal. It doesn't matter what your education is. It doesn't matter uh, what your race is. It doesn't matter what your social standing is. Nobody, amen, in, in a free country, everybody's treated equal. Nobody's supposed to mistreat anybody else. That word oppressed means to, to mistreat or even to treat violently. Right. The thought of oppression whether it's, it's a government oppressing their people or whether it's even uh, 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 people that think they're higher up, the societal chain or whatever you're oppressing other people, that's contrary to freedom. That's contrary to the word of God. That's contrary to what God wants to happen, amen, in a nation and happen among people. We must treat each other equally. We must treat each other right. Those are Bible principles, amen, Bible principles that God gave. Verse 17 says, Ye shall not therefore oppress one another, but thou shalt fear thy God, for I am the Lord your God. You see, a free society should understand one day everyone will answer to God. Amen? And that everyone has what they have by the grace of God. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. You know what? I am what I am by the grace of God and I have what I have by the grace of God. And we should learn to be what? Uh, content uh, with those things. You see, we need to realize that their freedom of uh, 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 people rightly so should realize that their freedom is. Is a gift of God. Boy, if, if they really appreciate that freedom, they'll want to walk in the fear of God. They'll want to know the God that gave them that freedom. Amen. They'll have a desire, amen, to be thankful to him and want him to be glorified in their life and in their country. And they need, we need to realize that we were given this land by God. Genesis 15, 7, talking about Israel, he said to them, And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of the Earth of Chaldees, talking to Abraham, to give thee this land, inherit it. Boy, they, they were to understand that, hey, they were there and they had this land by the grace of God. With all my heart, I believe God allowed America to be founded. Right. That he raised up this nation for for getting the gospel out around the world. Unfortunately, we're we're turning away from that. But we need to pray that we would turn back to that. But, boy, you can't study American history rightfully, (laughs) rightfully and not know it was by the grace of God that this country stands here today. And that we would turn back to that. Verse 18 says, wherefore, you shall do my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land in safety. Boy, today we dwell here in safety. That even though a lot of our country is turned from God, a lot of our country is turned back. Right. We dwell in safety today because by God's grace, he not only to have mercy on us, but. Because there's churches like this still scattered across this country. There's people like you that still pray across this country. There's people like you that still love God and want to glorify Him. There's people like you that are still getting the gospel out around the world. Boy, we 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 might be a small percentage, but God says, Amen. That's a that's a that's enough salt. There's still enough salt there to preserve that nation. Boy, it, it, it's go it's going quick. We need to, Amen. We need to get some more. Uh, Salt and light, if you will. But we realize it's by the grace of God that if we would do as the book of James teaches us to be doers of the word. And doers of the work. You know, everybody always mentions about doing, being doers of the word. But if you read another verse down, it says doers of the work. And that's the proof. How do you know they're a doer of the word? Because they'll be out there doing some work for God. Amen. God's people aren't lazy. God is a God of action. God is a God on the move. And people that are in tune with God and people in the will of God, they're going to be a God of action. They're going to be a people on the move and want to be out there. Amen. Doing something and building something that glorifies and magnifies their Savior. Now, quickly, turn us back to verse nine. That was just the introduction. Amen. And the, but, you know, the good thing about a long introduction, is it means short message. So we're going to try that. See if that's true. See if that's true. Verse nine says this. Let's look at verse nine. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month in the day of what's that next word? Atonement. When was all this supposed to kick off? The atonement. Note what kicked off this celebration and time of freedom and restoration. It was the day of atonement. It was the day of atonement. You see, the atonement, when the blood was shed, Not until the blood was shed, not until faith had been put in that blood, then was freedom proclaimed throughout the nation. Then did people get their possessions back. Then could people shout for joy about what God had done for them. Amen. They had to realize, amen, that the reason they could enjoy these things, amen, was because they put their faith, amen, By God's grace and the shed, I think that's amazing that the first thing that had to happen before they could shout for joy, before they could enjoy their possessions, before they could get back to enjoying their families if they'd been taken away from them, before they they could enjoy the fruit of the land, amen, amen, they had to acknowledge that the blood had been shed, amen, And uh, uh, that day. And so because until the blood has been shed and trusted in true freedom cannot be known and enjoyed. Well, we need to get that principle. Until you realize and acknowledge the blood has been shed, you truly you truly can't uh, uh, enjoy freedom in the right sense of the word. You see, Christ came to give liberty. Christ came to give liberty. Let me read these words uh, to you from Luke 4 verses 16 through 21 it says this Luke 4 verse 16 and Jesus and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was he went to the synagogue you see he had a custom all right, of being faithful to the house of God amen that ought to be our custom he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read And there was delivered unto him the book, I like that, of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, verse 18, Luke 4, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Verse 19, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Look what he says. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And look what he says in verse 21. And he began to say to them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Of course, he was uh, reading uh, Isaiah uh, uh, 61, verse one, which again says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach. And it makes a statement to proclaim liberty to the captives, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So think about this thought. What happened in the year of Jubilee? What happened in the year of Jubilee? Every man was given back the liberty he was born with. That's what happened on the day of You see, every Jew was born with that freedom. You see, he, that land, that land was in his family. That land was part of his heritage. Right. And that was his family. So he was born with that freedom. And so, amen, on that day, after the blood had been shed, after liberty was proclaimed, every man was given back the freedom with which he was born on that day. And so we need to realize in that same thought that Christ, through salvation, through faith in his shed blood, in his death, burial and resurrection. Right. When we put our trust in that. Right. When we what is returned to us through that returns back to us the liberty we were meant to be born with right before the fall. So we weren't born with it but we can be born again with it. Amen. <laughs> he says, hey, uh, on the day of the Jubilee, hey, give them back that freedom they were born with. Right? The blood's been shed. liberty has been proclaimed. Give them back the liberty they were born with. And boy, when, when, when a person gets saved, amen, when a person puts their trust Amen. In the atonement, in the shed blood of Jesus Christ, when they realize he died for them, shed his blood for them, was buried and rose again the third day, and they put their trust in him, God proclaims, amen, uh, give him back or give him the liberty which he was born again with, amen. He is now free. In Christ Jesus, he is free to enjoy the possessions that I have for him. He is free to enjoy his fellowship, amen, with his Christian family. He is free to serve me. And boy, uh, what a wonderful thought that is. Hey, we weren't born with it, but thank God we can be born again with it. Because salvation, salvation is the source of True freedom and the ability to use your freedom right. Again, God is all about man having freedom, about having freedom. But God does not just want man to live in a country of freedom. Hey, man, hey, we all live in a country of freedom, but we don't all live in a state of freedom. You see, God doesn't just want you to live in a country of freedom. He wants you to live in a state of freedom. You, get, you live in a country of freedom, maybe because you were born in America, But you don't live in a state of freedom till you know that you've repented of your sins. And by the grace of God, you've put your trust in the blood of Jesus Christ in the death, burial and resurrection. So, hey, I rejoice with you if you live in a country of freedom. Oh, but my friend, I ask you today, do you live in a state of freedom? Not just because you've been born into America, but you've been born again in Jesus Christ. Amen. And now you get you can say, hey, not only am I free. Amen. As far as my country, but I have true freedom in what I have received. Amen. On the day that I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, I'm glad as as an American, I can celebrate July 4th. Amen. 1776. But as a Christian, I celebrate May 19th, 1987, the day that I found freedom and liberty in my beloved Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone in our country, again, lives in a country of freedom. But we want everyone to live in a state of freedom, true freedom, freedom from sin, freedom from self, freedom to serve one another as we've been learning and freedom to do right. First Peter 2, 16, again, as we've seen, as we've studied recently, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. People misunderstand freedom. Freedom doesn't mean the right to do whatever you want to do. Freedom means to do to do right. Amen. According to the word of God and to the honor and glory of the God who gave that word. Verse 17, first Peter two, honor all men. You see, that's what that's what uh, uh, when you when you understand what true freedom is. You know what? You'll, you'll honor people. You'll love people, love the brotherhood. You'll fear God. Amen. You'll respect those in authority. First, Peter, second Peter, two 10 says this but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness despise government presumptuous are they self-willed they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities those are you see that sounds like people that live in a free country but they don't understand freedom and they don't live in a state of freedom you see uh, but john 832 says this you shall know the truth And the truth shall make you free. John 14, 6, Jesus said unto them, I am the way and the truth. John 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Well, we know what Patrick Henry said. What did he say? Patrick Henry said, Give me liberty or give me death. That's good. That's good for a nation. But you know what's good for a people? What Jesus said. I'll give you liberty through my death. Hey, I like that even better. Hey, what Patrick Henry said was good, but what's better is what Jesus said. Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. But what Jesus said, I'll give you liberty through my death. That's even better. I like and only Jesus could do that. So I ask you, friend, this morning as we finish up, friend, you may live in a country of freedom, but in your heart, do you know that you live in a state of freedom? Because there's a specific day, a specific time that you receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Boy, I'm glad you can rejoice that you live in America today. But one day, amen, you're no longer going to live in America, amen. You're going to be maybe buried in America. But where will you be then? Will you still be free? Will you still be enjoying the uh, possessions? Will you still be enjoying family? Hey, I'm glad as an American that's alive today that that I can enjoy my possessions in America. I can enjoy uh, 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 my family here in America. Uh, But thank God I know Jesus Christ. Thank God. As far as I know, my family knows the Lord Jesus Christ. and, And I'm praying all my grandchildren know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But when I leave America, which is a temporary place. One day America's gonna burn up, amen? Hey, I wanna say this, as much as I love America, Jesus didn't die for America, amen? He didn't die for America, He died for the peoples of the world. And I want everyone, amen, not only in this world to be able to enjoy the possessions, not only do I want everybody to be able to enjoy their family. Oh, but one day when this old world's burned up, I want them still to be able to enjoy their family. I want them to still be able to enjoy the possessions, amen, that they have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because not only, amen, by God's grace when they were on this earth, they lived in a country of freedom, but also they came to live in a state of freedom, Amen. that carried them past this country and on to a greater country. They seek for a country whose builder and maker is God. I love this verse in Acts 22. You remember when Paul got arrested and, and, they, and they, they, they had beat him and, and the guy came to him and he said, hey, you know, I'm a Roman citizen, which means he had freedom. And then uh, 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 the chief captain comes to him. And the chief captain says this. The chief captain was a free man, too. But notice what the chief captain says, how he got his freedom versus how Paul got his freedom. The chief captain says this in Acts twenty-two twenty-eight. 28. And the chief captain answered with a great sum obtained I this freedom. Paul said, but I was free born. But I was free born. And you know what? For you, my friend, Christ paid a great sum so that you could have freedom. That man had to pay a great sum just to get freedom on this earth. But Christ paid a great sum through the shedding of his blood again and through the sacrifice that he paid at Calvary. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Pam, for that good song this morning. Right. That he paid. He paid a great sum so that you could have true freedom, that you could just have not just liberty in America, that you again could have liberty in Christ. And so now I can say, hey, Paul said I was born free. Well, hey, and I'm glad I can say not only was I born free as an American, but again, I was born again free in Jesus Christ. So I say to you this morning, July 4th, as we celebrate independence, as we celebrate liberty, you know, that'd be a great day to become truly free. Again, thank God if you live in America and you live in this country of freedom. But friend, do you know in the depths of your heart, do you know in the depths of your soul that you're living in that state of freedom? Are you sure that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Are you sure? It's like, boy, there's a specific day we claim that America was started. Amen. Can you. Can, and so we had freedom from that point. From this point on, we had freedom. Well, you need to be able to say that in your life. From this from this day, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. From the, for, so from this point on, amen, I've had liberty in Jesus Christ. I've been enjoying the liberty in America since September 20th, 19. Well, you know the year, right? And then I've been enjoying liberty in Christ se- since May 19th, 1980. Seven. Well, one day the liberty I have in America is going to end. Oh, but Amen. When well, this old world uh, is burned up, Amen. It'll be burned up, and I, but I'll still be burning, Amen. Burning in my heart for the love for the Lord Jesus Christ and what He's done for me. So today can be your day of true liberty. If you don't know Jesus Christ, whether you're listening or you're here, I pray. If you need to be saved, if you need to be set free. Amen. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ today. Let 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 the jubilee be proclaimed. Let the time of joy and rejoicing. Amen. Right. But boy, to be able to enjoy that, there's got to be the atonement first. There's got to be the atonement first. Then after the atonement, amen, they were able to shout for joy and rejoice. Let's pray.